What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Everybody and welcome to the 121th episode, 121st episode of the Shattered Order podcast, and it is going down tonight harder than a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes server. What's up, Wink? I'm Goodnight Punk. We're here. Let's do this. Let's we on. are. Let's do this. Uh, there is a lot to talk about this week, but um, how's it going? It's going good for me, man. I'm. It's about to be the weekend. I don't have to work tomorrow, so I'm gonna just enjoy Ooh. my night. Enjoy Sounds nice. Night. It'll be nice. I'm jealous. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. You you got the uh, you got the luck of working weekends like I do sometimes. So yeah, I feel yeah. you. Yeah, it's always fun. Yep. <laughs> and then I get to go always. watch my Packers get smashed on Sunday. It's gonna be great. Who are they playing? The Rams. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. That ain't going to end well. I'll have to switch back and forth with that one. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So. So. You you had something funny, didn't you? A joke or something? You told me you had a joke. I did. Yeah, I said it in the intro. Did you not listen? No. No. I said it's going down tonight. Oh, harder that was than it. Star okay, Wars Galaxy okay. of Heroes server. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh man, man, come on, Whew. come on! All right, all right. Let's let's go ahead and jump into our first topic. All right. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? First and foremost, I would actually like to give a big shout out to the sultry female because. I have this awesome, lovely new iPad, which should prevent any sort of issues with sounds not playing and stuff like that, because my old iPad is, it was like the second iPad ever, and uh, she went to this conference this past weekend, and she actually won the iPad, but she already had one, so uh, of course I got the iPad, so yay, I am very excited to have a new soundboard that is much more responsive and works like it's supposed to. It is so per- something great. more towards this decade and not last. Yeah, exactly. It's it's quite nice. <laughs> Perfect. Indeed. You can deal with that. So, sounds beautiful. It's it's wonderful. I it love does it. sound beautiful, doesn't it? So great. <laughs> um All right, so there wasn't a whole lot I did in Swaga this week. Um I got 7 Star Chirpa. That was pretty cool. 
Uh, I did get... Okay, so this is the third week in a row, I believe, in which I get to talk about a ridiculously awesome mod that I got. Um, and this one actually started out... I was... I, I've just been... I guess primarily due to the weekly store refreshes, I've been buying all of those slicing material, and I had a lot of them. So I went to my mods, I sorted, I filtered, I selected... Uh, first, I started with blue mods, and I was looking for ones that had 13 to, 13 to 16 speed, roughly, and I was going to level those up because I love those mods. They you know, have pretty good chance of getting to be those elite mods. Well, I've pretty much sliced all those up. So I was like, Hey, uh, I'll go check the green ones. So I go, I checked my green mods, started sorting for ones that had 10 speed and going from there. Well, I had two crit damage primaries that had 10 speed and both of them were speed set bonus. So I was like, huh, might as well level them up. Level up the first one. Speed didn't hit. I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll go the next one. Go the next one. Uh, slice it up. Speed hits. 15 speed. So at this point, I'm pretty happy. I have the stuff to go ahead and take it to purple. So I slice it. It was like potency that went up. I was like, okay. We're still in a good spot. Like, it's 15 speed. Speed set bonus. So... Um, even, you know, once I finished slicing it, it would only be one speed slower than my best crit damage primary that I have anyway. So I was like, I I'm going to go ahead and just slice this thing on up and use it because it'd be great for Revan. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that in a second. And then <laughs> ju just an hour before the podcast, I was like, I was a little antsy. I was like, I really want to finish slicing this thing up. So... I spent 100 crystals, refreshed the shipment, or not the shipments, the uh, mod energy so I could farm the stuff I needed. Took it to gold, and what hit? Speed! I was so excited. So um, <laughs> it ended up at 20 secondary speed. It is gold. Tomorrow morning, first thing, I will be doing my refreshes to take it on up to 6 stars. So it will be at 21 speed, crit damage primary speed set and yes it is already on Revan. I am super pumped. Oh, which by the way, that was the other thing I unlocked Revan. What'd you do? That's not much. <laughs> uh yeah. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh so I guess last Just week lost right over that. <laughs> last week I was <laughs> very much on the fence and um couldn't decide what to do and I said if I could do it for 150 bucks, I would seriously consider it. And I felt pretty confident that I could do it somewhere in that range. And we threw out the poll question. And uh, so I don't remember exactly where I was last week. Unfortunately, I wish I did. But um, I might be able to find it real quick. Actually, I can find that real quick. Here we go. <laughs> all right, so Let's hear it. Uh, last week, before I decided to go all in, I was, and I believe this was on Friday, so it was already a day or two into the event, and I had Basil LaShawn finished. I was 10 out of 100 on 
uh, Jolie, so I needed 90 more from him. I was 43 out of 85 on Mission. I was 18 out of 85 on Zalbar and 56 out of 65 for T3. So I needed quite a few shards. And yeah, I uh, T3 was the one I thought was going to really screw you. See, here's the deal with T3. So you're able to do the 100 and the 200 crystal refreshes, and you're still, uh, even at 200 crystal refreshes on T3, you're spending 60 crystals per shard. So that is really good value even compared to the shipments. So uh, unlike Mission, who once you get to the 200 crystal refresh, it's basically the exact same price as shipments. So T3 was the better value farming. So I was just going balls of the wall farming T3. And I decided to, to get a vault and see what would happen on, on the slot machine packs. And I had really good luck there. They It went pretty well. Um, it was pretty evenly distributed. Uh, I I kind of kept rough track kind of as, as I was going, but I had a... Uh, it was like 40 shards hit on uh, Zalbar, I believe, and then I had a couple 20s for Mission. Ooh, that was nice. Yeah, the Mission ones are, are surprising to me. 40 on Zalbar isn't, because I... I got him from four star to seven star quick in those packs. Yeah. Like he had, he hit probably 50% of the time and then everyone else filled in other spots. Yeah. It's crazy. I think I got Zalbar was the most drops, then Bastila and then, um, mission and T3 and then Jolie. That was how it went for me. I think out of two, two vaults, it was like, Maybe 30 Jolie shards. It was crazy. So thankfully, I had I already had Jolie up in uh, the 50 out of 100 range just from farming. So getting him was pretty easy. But yeah, Zalbar was going to be the problem. I, when we did our poll and said, which character do you think it was going to be the problem? Mine was Zalbar the whole time. And it yeah. turned out that he was definitely not. It was mission, like a lot of people were saying. Yep. She's the one that took the longest for me. Yeah, she was. I mean... 16 energy cantina farms are brutal. Um, so yeah, that's where I was. And uh, so I bought the $30 and the $15 packs for um, Mission and Zalbar and then the T3 pack. And I accidentally spent 700 bloody crystals on gear. I think it was like Monday and I was like, crap, like... I knew that was going to screw me. I had to end up, I was at 145 at that point and I had to spend another 20 because of those that I lost. And I was kind of borderline. I wasn't hundred percent sure where I would end up. I was pretty sure I would still do it, but I would have to wait until after uh, fleet payouts on Wednesday, which was the last day of the event. Um, so I just, I spent the 20 and went ahead and worked on it. And, um, Got got it finished up uh, early that day. So, yeah, was- we should mention this bug for people as the big tip of the week here. Um, because this happens to me too, and I know exactly why you ended up buying that. So, for everyone out there, if you did not know, um, I need to get a video of this and submit it as a bug because it's it can really screw you. But if you go into a character and you hit 
you're looking for gear and you hit find on a piece of gear, you know how it'll show up all the stores that it's available in, right? Yeah. I, I think it, if there's three places where you can buy it in stores, if you buy one, the other two, after you buy the one, the other two will flip spots. This so is true. let's say there's a, a guild shop here, shard shop here, and then a crystal one at the end. If you buy one of the first two, the other two will swap places. So the minute you go to buy the one that you think is for shard shop, whatever shard shop currency you're trying to buy it for, it'll actually be the crystal one there now. And you, if you're not careful, you'll spend crystals on whatever's there. So if there's three or more shipments in that fine feature, watch which one you're purchasing. Yes. Because after you buy the first one, they're going to flip around and that crystal will be not be in the place you thought it was. So keep your eye on that because it's a good way to accidentally spend crystals and it's really yeah, obnoxious. I was so pissed. If, like I was Yeah, especially when you spent you're trying to use your crystals correctly yep. to get a awesome character and then you buy something you do not need, at least not in that quantity for the, that and much. What's crystals, funny is so. I never buy stuff that way. I always go to the store and actually buy it rather than buying it from the little find finder thing. So yeah, that's uh yeah that's your big tip for the week. Uh, don't do not do as I did, um, but as we'll <laughs> talk about in a second, I am obviously using Revenant Arena, and we'll we will get to that shortly. So good night, Punk. Go ahead and tell us what you did in Swaga this week. All right, so not a whole ton, but uh, some good stuff nonetheless. The my main account, I got a three point three million galactic power and i would just like to point out that it's even if i'm not going to get one of these marquee ships and buy it and and wait and i'm wait i've never bought a ship by the way you know i hate ships so that's just not going to happen but the i love when the marquees come around because the galactic power bump is ridiculous when you unlock these new ships yeah. it's like twenty two thousand or something like that so unlock the b28 today that bumped me up to 3.3 million so that was pretty nice um yeah so keep your eye out on those ships if you haven't unlocked them just because you're not going to use them each one of those you unlock is is a large chunk of uh galactic power it's not like with those tiny little thousand galactic powers you get from certain characters and stuff like that but when you unlock a ship it it's a lot of galactic power so if you're sitting on ships not activating it you're sitting on a lot That's of galactic true. power some people are very uh, anti-galactic power i think uh Revan took me over 3.7 this week, but um, yeah, those ships make a huge difference. Uh, why would anyone be anti-galactic power? Uh, because of territory war matchups. So you want an easier match? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been a thing All for right. a while. Uh, sandbagging. Galactic power. Um, a couple people in our guild do that, as noted in the live chat. <laughs> I see. Beautiful. All right. Well, anyways, Zeta, uh, Zeta Chewbacca's loyal friend. So, I well, actually, I should say I Zeta'd all three of Revan's abilities, and then I Zeta'd uh, Chewbacca's loyal friend. So. For the first time, I don't have any Zetas in waiting. It's crazy. This is a new territory for me. Wow. 
So I spent four Zetas this week. The only the last time I spent four Zetas was when I bid or uh when I went on the bender with uh Treya, Nihilus, and Sion. There were four there. So it's Nihilus, Sion, and then the two on Treya. That was the last time. So and the only ones I think I spent between there that I can remember are my Ewoks. It's crazy. It's nuts. But spent some. I got my Revan to gear 11, five, five out of six. So I'm almost to gear 12. He's ready to go. But I decided to run them in Arena uh, despite not having them all at gear 12. I have a, I'd say, three out of the five I run in Arena are gear 12. No, sorry, two out of the five I run in an arena are gear 12. The other th three are gear 11 right now. So I'm trying to work those other three up, but uh, started that this morning. I haven't lost yet. So that, that feels nice. pretty good. Actually, I should take that back. I, I drew on one of my matches, but that was because I made a stupid decision and got hard headed trying my best to take out uh, Nihilus. And he just, that stacking health power just drives me nuts. So Yeah. It can be very frustrating. Um, oh, I'm like, all right, he's yellow. Oh, he's almost full again in green. That's fantastic. But um, I also did, not even knowing anything about the Sith Raid or the comp to use in phase two with the Revan, I used a pretty crappy team and got three and a half million on the first try. No resets, nothing. I was pretty happy about yeah, that. So nice. I'm excited to put together a team that actually is good there because that will be very helpful to my scores, my minimal scores for that raid. So pretty, pretty Heck sweet. Yeah. And then the last thing, this one really surprised me. I showed it in podcast chat and in guild chat, but the... I had a 14 speed uh, blue health. Uh, so it was a speed set mod. It was a cross. It was a health primary and it had 14 speed on it. It yep. was on my Treya. No, it wasn't on my Treya. It was on my Treya after this. But I decided to uh, slice it up. It hit speed both times and went up to 24 speed. So... Loving the slicing on the blue mods. I don't have a whole ton left now, but I keep finding random ones to keep going. So I'm still slicing those blue mods and it is working out really well. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Nice. Other than that, it's just been daily grind here and there and all around the square. So doesn't sound <laughs> too bad. Is So uh, you're done farming the Old Republic characters now, obviously. So what are you uh, working on now? Anything specific? Or I will say that is the best thing about having uh, Revan is the freedom to farm whatever in the hell I want without the pressure of like, okay, so I have to get these guys done. It's so great. I totally agree because I started farming Bosk, who I've always wanted to farm. I just never took Excellent the time choice. to. I'm farming Bosk and Imbo now, right now, from Hard Nodes. And I'm farming Lando in ship, uh, the ship fleet nodes, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Anyways, I'm farming Lando's Millennium Falcon and Lando, and then L3 from Cantina. So, yeah, 
All the ones that I want to go yeah. after now. Because I really want Lando's Millennium I Falcon. Agree. I like that ship a lot. And then... Uh, need L3 you know, with it. All the be- all the best bounty hunters yep. for it. Or getting all the best bounty hunters. To be able to make two teams would be really Yeah, nice. I'm farming a lot of the same stuff. I'm farming Bosk, Lando's ship. I am farming L3 from Cantina. I am also working on Visus Mar. So Bosk is 81 out of 100 uh visas is 37 out of 100 so both them should be finished here before too long and then as my light side i am of course farming rose Ugh. um and then i am also working <laughs> on embo i should have said that i still only do the three <laughs> three rose hard nodes yeah. a day no more that's just totally three fair. i do three of her and that's it and I just got her to uh, five stars, so there we go. Very nice. Doing the threes, I got her to five stars. Not bad. Five yeah, stars. mine's mine's it's, at five stars, so I'm 12 out of 85 on her. I can't wait to be done. I, uh, I finished her on my alt account, so I literally have nothing on the light side on my alt account. Wow. And Basically, you know that node in stage one of uh, light side that always has those little, gosh, what are they called? They're like a square with six circles on it that you always need them. I have them. no idea what you're talking about. What the fuck? Okay, let me, let me see talking if I can about find like the training you know, I know you know what I'm or, talking about. Is it gear or? No, it's a piece of gear. It's a white piece of gear that you always oh, need. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. There's a lot of those. There's like the, uh, oh. It is called a BAW armor yep. mod. That's Mark what one. I, yep, that's what I was trying to think of. And the one, and when you. I hate those things. Usually when you sim that one, you get like more than one. It's yeah. crazy. It's weird. If you do one a b- battle, you'll, so you I, can I, get two. I want to say, I this is total guess, but from what I've experienced roughly, the white gear has close to like a 200% drop rate. I think it's like 175 to 200%. Like you get a ton of those. And then, uh, you know, the greens are closer to 100% and then it drops down dramatically after that. I'm not exactly sure what they are, but that's kind of rough. Yeah. Well, I farm that one all the time because I always yep. need them. And so... I've just been doing for my three on my alt account today, uh, one D because that's the one I always end up doing and it has a bunch of white stuff that I always need. So, well, it doesn't actually, it only has the BAW mod. So I look at the BAW mods I have on my account right now. It's, it's at 28, which is actually pretty good because normally I'm near zero, but I think one of my other nodes I'm farming right now has that on it. So. It's been better. It's nice when you get to... I always do three on that. Six energy, three on that, be done with it. So we spend 18 energy, yep. big deal. That way I don't have to look through for a light side node when I'm farming gear. I can just farm wherever I want. Not a bad idea. But yeah. All right. Uh, did you have anything else? No, man. That's it. We'll see what happens this week. I'm... Uh, been kind of quiet well it's been quite kind of quiet outside the game community wise but the uh inside the game got plenty going on with revan and 
testing and raids and all that other fun yeah. stuff. So that is true. All right, let's go to this. Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. Well, beautiful. Every time I hear that. <laughs> what was the poll question this week? All right, so the poll question this week was basically about the road ahead. We know they were saying that the new quarter started October 1st, and we could expect a road ahead post at some point after that. So it is now October 26th, and we don't have it yet. So the question was basically based around, you know, what you think is going on with this road ahead, what's coming in it, when is the actual road ahead coming, you know, all those types of things. So, uh, as well as a, a follow-up question to last week and the week before about Revan, just a few few small things to move forward. So the first poll question, I got it up on the, I got the results up on the screen. I decided that, you know, it'd be nice for you guys to see what we're talking about as we talk about it. That way we, you're not trying to visualize it. So it's up on the screen. First question. Uh, one week into Revan's existence in the game, how do you feel now about his power level? Because last week there was a lot of people down on how good he was or bad he was going to be in the arena, all these things. And I was kind of curious just to see after playing against him or with him for a week what people's thoughts on him were. So. At 150, there were 155 responses to the poll this week. So thank you to everyone that went in there and Very did nice. that. The over over 50% of people answered the same as last week. He's on par with characters like Treya. So basically a lot of people weren't haven't their opinion hasn't gone down or up. It's just about the same, and they feel like he's a very powerful powerful character, but uh not, you know, too far cut above like Treya or Thrawn or those yeah, types of characters. makes sense. I agree. The second highest there was uh, 19% going all the way to the top with it for overpowered. And I can see that sentiment for some people for sure. He is re a really, really good character. So I can see why people would put that answer in there as well. Um, where did you, what would you answer? Um... This is a great question. I don't think he's overpowered. Um, I kind of think it's probably a four. That's kind of what I was thinking last week, if I recall correctly. And I mean, he, he's incredibly good, but uh, I mean, he's obviously beatable and he's beatable with multiple teams. Um, you know, there's, there's actually a Tarkin led team that can beat him. It's like, Tarkin with Thrawn with uh, the Triumvirate can actually beat him. The Triumvirate can beat him. Rebels can beat them. Uh, Night Sisters can beat them. There's a decent number of teams that can that can take down Revan without you know too much hassle. So um, he is freaking great in the raids, though. Good God. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... I think one thing, a caveat to the he can be beaten by all those teams is that all those teams as well 
maybe not all of them, but a lot of them take... If you're fighting at the top of the arena, you better hope you have some ridiculous mods. Yeah. Because in some cases, if you do not have that, you are... Yeah, I'm talking equal mods. Um, Generally, whenever I talk about teams, that is kind of... I mean, equal mods, I think it should be automatically understood just because, I mean, obviously, if you're fighting a team with superior mods, uh, it's going to be difficult, almost no matter the team. However, I do think Revan's kit is built really well to where you can handle teams that do have superior mods to you, and I think that's what makes him quite good. Yeah. All right, so what was that next question? All right, poll question number two is, how long do you think we will wait for the Road Ahead post to drop? Because I honestly have no idea when this thing is going to come. I mean, like, we were, Carrie had mentioned a long time ago that October 1st was the new quarter, and any time after that it would come. And she didn't really promise it would be on that day, but a lot of people were like, well, we don't have any new information. It's probably going to come then, but it hasn't come yet. There's been hints at it. It's worth the wait. Um, I bet it is going to be worth the wait, but I don't like to wait, so I'm impatient here. I really would like that to drop because I want to know what's coming up. But, uh, yeah, if I had to guess, I would say next month. That would be mine. If I had to pick an answer on this, mine would say next month. What about you? Yes, uh, that's... I think the pretty logical answer. Best bet at this point. Well, I guess that is only five days away, so yeah. it's not too crazy off uh, to say. But I meant next month is in like mid-month. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, not, maybe. Not um, November I mean, 1st. <laughs> the three-year anniversary of the game is coming up at the end of November. Um, November 20-something. I can't remember what the date is. So... We're definitely going to see it before then, I would think, because there's obviously going to be stuff that they're going to want to push out around that time, uh, you know, before they mm. get out for Turkey Day. And so, I don't know. Maybe we'll see one, probably not next week, but the week after. Hope so. Fingers crossed. As far as what other people in the poll thought... said one to two weeks. I think that would fit pretty much in with what you're saying. Uh, Next highest was 30% saying within a week. So people are really hoping or thinking that it's going to be by next Friday. Uh, Like I said, 20% saying next month, which is where I was at. And then this one I can also see. I don't know why. But a lot of people also think there might not be a road ahead for this quarter since it hasn't dropped yet. That's possible. So, yeah, it's it's you haven't heard anything past the video with Revan in it about the road ahead, I don't think. Yeah. People in the chat can uh, correct me on that if uh, you've seen it somewhere about the road ahead post, but... Yeah, it's it's interesting. We'll see when it does drop, but uh, I'm really looking forward to it because those things usually have some really awesome information in it. Indeed, so, they do. We'll we'll see. That's true. So the last road ahead post 
was whenever they announced the Old Republic characters, Basil Sean and Jolie and T3. Uh, I don't remember if they announced all of them then, but um, yeah, so there was, they announced that. I think they announced Mods 2.0. Like, that was a pretty big post. So, you know, hopefully we get some really good stuff, which leads us into question three. And that question is what do you hope to see in the Road Ahead post? Uh, you put seven options on there, and those were mm-hmm. new uh, territory battle map, new territory war map, new legendary character, new journey character, new game mode, new reworks, or quality of life updates. I'm actually kind of surprised at the one that had the most votes out of all of those. Which one was that? Like... So the one that had the most votes with 100, it's not the one on the screen's a few votes behind the one, the live one I'm looking at, but there were 100 votes for new reworks. So the the one that people wanted the most out of all seven of those were for old characters to get reworks. And I'm, I know, I can see why we all have those characters. We all want to be able to use them. We want them to be good characters. And uh, I just didn't expect it to get the majority of the votes. So I figured it would be pretty high, but it was definitely the number one uh, thing. And like it was said in uh, chat, um, new reworks have got to be the GG uh, wish list. So maybe people projecting General Grievous into that new reworks category. But yeah, that one's the highest. Second highest was... Another one I kind of just threw on at the end that it because it came into my head. Um, but that the second highest one with 96 votes is a quality of life updates. So add more quality of life updates to the Please. game to streamline the way we play it, give us more time, make the UI look better. You know what I want more than and anything? all those things, you know what I mean? I want an update to challenges. I would love for them to to see them throw some stun guns or stun cuffs in shipments uh, just because, I mean, the number of characters and everything, I think that would be just amazing. For sure. What's the next one? Um, Let's see. Question four. Is every... Or did you want to talk about more answers? Were we talking about answers or question? More answers. Oh, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I meant what was the next highest I, one? I don't know because you did not share this with me. So I don't see the answers. Well, thanks for the heads up, bro. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know you were going to throw that at me. Come on. All right. It's there. You have. You are now in. The next highest one was a new territory battle map with 89 votes. That was that was the one I kind of figured would be the highest because the, we've we've been talking about a new territory battle map uh for a very long time. Talking about Geonosis as an idea for that along with Padme as maybe a galactic event token character or you know kind of like Hot Han and General Veer's where, where you needed to get her to do a special mission for a different character, or I don't know. But new TB map sounds awesome to me. If that were a thing that was coming with this road ahead, I would be really stoked yeah. for that. 
the fourth thing is a fourth one with 69 votes. Another one that I figured would have been at the top. It's still kind of at the top, four out of seven, but uh, that's the new game mode with 69 Yeah, I was votes. surprised that oh. more people didn't put new game mode just because, I mean, that's that's one thing that people seem to clamor about a lot. I mean, people, people tend to like the idea of a new game mode, something else to do in the game, but uh, yeah, only 69 people, 44% of people put that one. I think... I think one of the things that, like, would push people away from that might be time investment. Yeah, I agree. I think that the only reason people wouldn't vote on that one is because they might be, might think they're putting too much time in the game as it is. So I would hope if they had a new game mode, there's some quality of life improvements in there as well to take time out of other things to add into a new game mode if there was one. I agree. I was... Like a Rancor sim button. Um, <laughs> I, I was really surprised with these bottom three, and that would be uh, the least was a new journey character, second least was a new legendary character, and third least was a new territory war map. Um, you know, people generally like these legendary and journey characters, but maybe just because we just got two of them that people aren't quite uh, up in arms or... I guess as excited about the possibility of it and a new territory war map. I, I think territory war is one of those controversial things where you're either in, you love territory war or you're out. You're just not that crazy about it. And I, you know, a new map would be really cool. Like where you could actually change things up as far as the way you, the way you strategize. Like if it would give you, a set number of teams and you get set up territories how you want to set them up or where you can move ships or something like that. Like that would be really cool uh, to add some sort of new mechanic or if there was like a capture the flag type thing where you had to, if you got to a certain one, you got extra points or something. I don't know, you know, just something like that. But yeah, those were the bottom three. Yeah, I gotta think. Uh, I gotta think that this this voting number probably represents the community pretty well. I'd say probably one out of three people are probably really, really invested in territory wars, and forty votes out of one hundred and fifty six, you're getting close to that thirty three percent there. So uh, it makes sense to me. Actually, you're more at one fourth there, so about one out of four yeah. people, and uh, so. I'd say probably right around the range of people that love Territory Wars voting on that. I am not a huge Territory Wars guy. I hate the fact that it's a time investment all day long. Like, because you don't want to blow all your counters in one phase. Because when you get to another area, you don't have them for that. So, basically, you're having to check into it all day long. And it's, it's... it's a huge time investment. The game is mode is super fun, but the amount of time on that attack day that you have to spend checking kind of drives me crazy about I Territory agree. Wars, as fun as it is. So I could see why people wouldn't want that and why people would. It is a fun game mode, but on the other hand, it is very time-consuming. Which it's so. nice that we don't have it too often so that there's not burnout on that. That's, I think, a really important thing about the way that they kind of set it up and everything. Um 
I, I, I like enjoy or I, I enjoy putting really good defensive teams and just seeing how many times they can hold up. Um, my Rebels, the team that I was running for a while was CLS Haunt. R2 Chewy and Old Ben did really well uh, last time. Uh, it's always fun when you like check your team and it's like <laughs> they have no protection or they're low on health or something, and then you go back later and it's gone up another battle and they're all like full health. So much fun. Love it. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're watching, just imagining the frustration on the person that just came out of there giving more health than they took. Yeah. Indeed. Um, all right, let's move on to... Question four. Every server I'm on says something uh, says something about thinking there will be a 3PO event using Ewoks. Would you like this? There was 40% of people that said yes, uh, 30% said no, and 29.5% of people that just said they don't really care. Uh, I think it would be pretty cool. I wouldn't particularly <laughs> want to see Ewoks, but there's not really a great use for them in game anyway. They got a rework last year, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta think that some of these factions that are not used often anymore, really. Besides, Ewoks are used in territory wars a lot, but other than that, they're not really used in a lot of places. I gotta think some of these. Uh, some of these factions that aren't being used, they want to bring bring people back to them. Like clones, for example. I could see them not this year or anytime soon. I could see clones being one that's used for a legendary because people have given up Terrible on them idea. for most things at this point. I know. Well, so is Ewoks for you, probably. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I'm actually in a bear spot with I, clones that I am Ewoks, surprisingly. Well, you just got Chirp at a seven star, yep. so you're on your way. Indeed. <laughs> I, for one, would be stoked about this. Not because it's C-3PO, but because I got all my murder bears at gear 12 with Zetas ready to go, and I wouldn't have to panic yeah. anything for this yeah. if it happened. So I'm all for it. Let it happen. I don't even care what character <laughs> it takes or it gives you to use yes. Ewoks. If, it's, if there's an event that uses Ewoks to get a character, I'm in. I don't care who it is. It could be Jar Jar. I'd be fine so, with that. Here's Just the give question. me the free character. Do you really think if they brought C-3PO to the game, the Ewoks would be how you get him? You know what? Here's the thing. People keep having these theories on how legendaries work, and uh, and they've all worked a certain way up until this point. But here's the thing. They can swerve it at any point they want. Like, they they... They're not constricted to having to be the opposite faction every That's time. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? And there is a legendary already that does not use the opposite faction in Yoda. So it is in the game. That's true. But that was the uh, first one. Uh, that was kind of an so, anomaly. I mean. I mean, it's possible. They could do anything they want. True. Right? Yeah. So all they got to do is give ample time ahead of time for people to know it. Yeah. So that's all there is. I mean, if you want to continue to think that they will never change the formula, you'll probably end up by. That's, that's true. That's all I'm saying. So. Indeed. All right, let's go ahead and go to... All right. Question number five. With lots of talk... 
All right, question five was... Go. Sorry, go ahead. All right. Uh, with lo- <laughs> I forgot. I shared it with you. You're good With now. lots of talks about separate re- reworks, do you care about this or don't care until it happens? Uh, there was a huge portion that said, I look forward to all reworks, and that was almost 60% of people. Uh, there was 18% who were not interested, uh, 18% that said they would be excited for this, and then that last little bit, that 4.5% of people said, I'd rather have new characters than reworked old bad characters. Yeah, see, this uh, I put that answer in there for this reason. And it has to do with separatists as well. Some of those separatists would have to have ginormous reworks to them to actually be good. Uh, Newt, for one. Magna Guard. There's a lot of them in there that just need a lot of loving. And it's interesting. It's not so much a rework overall thing as it is for the separatists. But um, I'm on the... uh, I'm on... I really want the idea of this Grievous rework to be a thing that happens... But I had this—I had the shattering thought in my head this week that made me realize that if it does happen, it's probably not going to be the type that I want. Because if he gets reworked, it's probably not going to be as a droid type of rework. He's probably going to be reworked to be to work with droids still, but more of a separatist leader, right? So unless he came with a rework to droids, it probably wouldn't give me what I want as far as arena droids go so i i just now i'm at the point where i'm like okay well this might be a thing that's cool but my separatists are terrible and they would take a lot of work to gear them all up for this rework so i'm excited for it but i'm if it can come whenever it wants to come and i'll be happy um but i am also on the i look forward to all reworks train because i think they do really well with most reworks that's true that aren't name mates so <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a lot of reworks that have been done that have been extremely good and pretty exciting. But yeah, I'm kind of, I'm lukewarm on the reworks. They're fine, but uh, I don't always love them. There have been a few that I really liked, but not. Yeah. You liked Kylo, right? I was okay with that one, yeah. yeah or yeah, Boba? wasn't too bad. Did you like yeah. Boba's rework? Yeah, that one was okay too, <laughs> yeah. I seem to remember you really liking yeah, those. Yeah. Uh, I was a pretty big fan. My first two <laughs> Zetas in this game were Boba and then Kylo. God, you know what? Memory lane right here, though. I remember how much we complained about how bad, like, biggest regrets in the game. Farming Kylo. Yeah. Like, that was one of our biggest uh-huh. things. And then suddenly, hey, Kylo's he was, getting reworked. God, he was so bad before that rework. And then he turned into just a wrecking ball. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. Well, the funniest part, I remember when the game started and I started playing it. After the uh, um, Force Awakens stuff came out and they started releasing characters from Force Awakens and they're like, every Chromium had it printed right on the Chromium pack that said, you know, best chance to unlock Kylo Ren. (laughs) Like it was just this massive deal. And then once you did, you're like, can I get my money back? Can I have Rey? Because Ray would be really yeah. nice right now. Yeah, that's so good. Because we all know how Ray was in Arena was in the early a game. Monster. <laughs> she was a just like one shot cannon. She was awesome. Yeah. If you had her 
and uh, Geonosian soldier in the same team as your attackers. Oh, it yes, got real nasty did. for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what was this little? So bonus the last question. question. Bonus question was, and you get this all the time on sports talk and things like this, where they ask you to make a bold prediction. So I asked you to make bold predictions from the Road Ahead blog announcements, and uh, we got a lot of them. We're not going to read them all, but uh, I'll I'll name off one that I thought was cool. You say one, and then we'll go back okay. and forth for a little bit. How's Sounds that? good. One of my favorites, and it has... <laughs> CG carry is actually a complex AI program. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty bold. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody put there hoping they finally announced Jedi Luke. Ah, that would be surprising for sure. Not even some, well, I guess that would like fall under new legendary character or a new yeah. journey character from our poll, but not something I thought about when I put that there. Um, I'm not going to read the Lions win the division as a bold prediction. That would be rude. Um, not yeah. going to happen. Z- General Kenobi <laughs> General Kenobi gets a Zeta to counter-isolate. Interesting. Interesting. That would be, yeah. That, that would, I don't know where how that would fit in the road ahead, but that is an interesting... Idea. I've seen a couple people mention a Geonosis uh, battle battle map. So, you know, uh, probably territory war, territory battle. Um, that would be really cool. Uh, you know, with clones and or separatist reworks and some new ships. One And one person even put HK-47 to get the old Republic tag. That one I definitely don't see happening, but that would... The other stuff would be pretty sweet. Ooh. Okay, here here's what I got here. Dash Rendar. Do you remember that guy? I know the name. I can't remember what he's uh, from. What was it? Empire something. It was a Nintendo 64 game. Um, oh, crap. I cannot remember. Someone in chat will tell uh, us. Someone yeah, will be there. That was a great game. Shadows of the Empire says another one. Bottom. Okay, nice. Uh, I would say another cool one I've seen here mentioned a few times. Mythic Rancor. Yes, please give us an updated. Give that us, would be great. Reskin the Rancor with the Terran Tatak, Terran Tututak, and make it a a mythic version of the pit, and that would be pretty freaking sweet. Totally agree. Yeah. What else do we got in here? Um, let's see. A lot of people mentioning General Grievous' capital ship. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, uh, <laughs> there's several people on here that put the Reddit community will be very upset and complain. That is pro. <laughs> I take that. That you can take to the bank. I feel, I feel good about that one. I don't. I don't know how bold that is, to be honest. That's kind of Ron Swanson coming in 2019. <laughs> nice. I, I, I'm in. Uh, let's see. I don't know. That that pretty much covers all the really exciting ones I see. Was I like the very last all one. Right. 
Oh no, it's not the last one anymore. Goodnight Punk promoted to CG CEO. <laughs> totally possible. <laughs> you never know. It could happen, you know. I I I can't talk about ongoing negotiations. Yep. I'm just saying. Yep. That's that that's a little hush hush <laughs> at the moment, so. Uh why don't we um go into this next topic? I'm trying to think of well, we might as well just play this because Let's be honest. Revan's kind of awesome. I, I think we can agree there. And uh, I think we should kind of talk about him. Completely. What do you think? Let's talk a little bit about him. Uh, what? Uh. <laughs> Steal from the YouTubers. Let's talk right. about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to talk about Revan in the arena and strategies, things to think about if you're using him, and then a couple things to combat him and that sort of stuff. So, I settled on a full Jedi team. This is using Revan, who has all three Zetas and is at gear 12 with the first three pieces, no gear 12 plus yet. Grandmaster Yoda, Ezra, General Kenobi, and Bastila Sean. Bastila Sean. I like it. So, the really interesting thing about this team. So, Revan, you want to go as early as possible. And what's great about this is he can give Grandmaster Yoda turn meter. So, and that is because of his assist. He gets called in, he uses his basic, he gains 35% turn meter. So really, you can have Yoda be pretty slow. He gains a ton of turn meter off his abilities anyway. I highly advocate for people putting an offense primary arrow on Grandmaster Yoda and not a speed arrow. I know whenever people see these fast characters, they automatically think more speed, more speed. But when you're gaining as much turn meter as he gains off his abilities, it's, I, I mean, the amount of speed that you're getting off those mods is greatly reduced just because he doesn't have to fill his full turn meter. He has to fill a small section of it. So you're better off taking those high speed mods that a lot of people traditionally use on Grandmaster Yoda and put it on Revan or some other character and then, load Grandmaster Yoda up with offense on that primary. I don't know if you do this. Do you do the... Uh, God, I can't remember. Something protector. Whatever his uh, his special ability is. Do you just flop and swap it between him and Revan the whole time? Unless someone needs Dispelled. Uh, sometimes. Uh, ideally, what I like to do is... Swap turn meter with Basil Sean and then use her to call Grandmaster Yoda in so Yoda can then spread all those really nice buffs to everybody. But that's not always possible just because of how much turn meter he gains. Because and, I don't have Basil Sean in my well, team. Well, for you, <laughs> yes, that, that is true. Um, just as a general theory, uh, that's what I would generally mm -hmm. do. Um, I, I, I'm not a huge advocate for swapping Termir with Grandmaster Yoda, whether you're using him in Arena or in the uh, Phase 2 of the Heroic Sith Raid, because, like I said, he gains so much Termir, it's kind of mitigating the speed on everyone else. I think you're better off using on somebody who offers something else. Mm 
Interesting. So, yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of a conversation going on in live chat about what mods to put on Grandmaster Yoda. And I think that's a really important point. Uh, and it's something that, you know, a lot of people just don't talk about. Um, or I get, I shouldn't say don't talk. Well, I'm glad we're talking about it because mine is modded terribly right now. So let me just go ahead. Let me just tell you where I'm at and I can tell you why. And then you can tell me why it's terribly because I just went for speed trying to get some mods on him last night to set up my arena team. And my Grandmaster Yoda only has 2,800 damage. He's at 254 speed, but he only has 2,800 that's, uh, damage. That's not a so, lot of damage. No, it's not because I know that there's <laughs> over 4,000 is what people normally have in general. So... I'm going to have to really rework yeah, this Yeah, for sure. And so as for modding, here's what I would do. You can go to shatteredorder.com slash mods. There is an infograph on there that kind of shows you, that has the charts. I actually did this on Resistance Trooper. Everybody should be pretty much the same, pretty similar, given, you know, maybe it may sway a little bit, but for the most part, kind of. This chart you can use as a general idea for what mod sets and mods you should be using. And I took four different breakdowns to see exactly what happened on them. I did crit damage set with crit damage primary, an offense set with a crit damage primary, crit damage set offense primary as the triangle, and offense set offense primary as the triangle. So... As you would expect, the ones that do not have the crit damage primary do uh, the do less uh, damage um, than some of the other ones, you know, for obvious reasons. Uh, the problem is, so your offense set with offense primary, it crosses over. It's It starts out at the highest, which you would expect. You're not critting. If, say, you have 0% crit chance, you're going to get more damage out of an offense set with an offense primary versus, like, if you have 100% crit chance, crit damage set, crit damage primary is going to be your best. So when you look at this graph, the crossover point at which offense set, offense primary is not doing the most damage on average per attack is around 16% crit chance. So if you are above that number, you should be using a different uh, different set bonus. Or maybe not a different set bonus, but a different strategy. So between about 16-17% crit chance all the way up to... Was it about 72% crit chance? That is a huge area in which an offense set with a crit damage primary actually offers the most damage output. And that's going to be where Grandmaster Yoda most likely falls. Especially when you take into account the fact that... Um, they get crit chance from Revan's leader ability. Uh, you know, you're if you're using a full Jedi team, at minimum, you'll have an additional 30% crit chance. They spread 
if you're using Best with Sean, you can get the crit chance up buff, which is another 25%. So right there, you could be gaining 55% plus whatever Grandmaster Yoda has, which I think is around 18% on his special. Special damage is what you care about with Grandmaster Yoda. Uh, you don't care about physical damage because he doesn't use any abilities that do physical damage. They all do special damage. So that's the number you want to be looking at. And... If you mod him for offense set crit damage primary, pretty much under all situations, you will be getting the most out of him. The problem is whenever you go up against, like say, Trey Elite, for example, that knocks off 40% of your crit chance because of her crit avoidance, say you're using Revan, he gives 30, you're going against Treya who takes 40, you're in the whole 10% crit chance, so... Whatever crit chance Grandmaster Yoda has minus 10%, that's kind of where you're at. And there are a lot of situations because of how low his crit chance is that you may need to work on buffing that up some. Uh, if you can add secondary crit chance or a crit chance set bonus, that could be really good uh, to go with Grandmaster Yoda. So, offense set, offense arrow... Crit damage triangle, crit chance set bonus. Ideally, that's what you would want to do on Grandmaster Yoda under a Revan lead. For pretty much all situations. Alright, so I just remodded my Grandmaster Yoda. Now you tell me what you think of this. Alright. Alright. He dropped from 254 speed to 202. Okay. Is that too... So, so now we're I'm, looking I'm at... I'm glad you brought this 180... This is really All important. Right. So, you are using a Revan lead. We need to look at your entire team. What is your entire team? All right, so my team is Revan, Triple Zeta... As the leader with Chewbacca giving guard to Grandmaster Yoda and with Hermit Yoda and Grand General Kenobi. So four Jedi and a, okay. and a Chewie, basically. So four Jedi and a Chewie gets you plus 25%, not 25%, plus 25 speed for all Jedi and Old Republic characters. So, uh, you want to obviously add that speed to everybody. What is your Revan going at? What is his speed? My Revan is two. My Revan's gear 11. Uh, I don't have any. I still have stuff to put on him. He's at 277 277. So, with that 25 speed, you're at, uh, let's see, 302, which is not bad. So, Grandmaster Yoda, with uh, uh, with the twenty five speed and let's see, what would you say, uh, Grandmaster Yoda's base speed was? Two oh two. Two oh two. So, uh, he is at two twenty seven total speed. So, if you do two twenty seven. And we run some maths, and 
you like divide two twenty seven by point six five, that is the speed he could go at. Basically, that would be his speed threshold for gaining full turn meter. Whenever Revan does his mark ability, whenever he calls everyone in, because Revan's first ability is call everyone in. Grandmaster Yoda will gain 35% turn meter because that character will be, uh, what is it, over half health? I think that's what causes him to gain the turn meter. Let me let me go and check and make for sure. <laughs> More than 50% health. Sorry, he gains uh, he gains 40% turn meter, not, not, I was thinking 35. My bad. So what you'll do is if you take <laughs> your Grandmaster Yoda's speed, like you, it would be 227, and you divide it by 0.6, because 60% of his turn meter is all you have to fill, you get to 378, which means you could have a 378 speed Revan, and that would still give Grandmaster Yoda full turn meter on his turn. So he can he can be super slow and still go that early. Uh, let's see. Your Revan is 302. And Alright, so the speed threshold for a 302 speed Revan for Grandmaster Yoda to get full turn meter is 182 speed. So as long as you have Grandmaster Yoda at 182 speed, which you most certainly will, he will get to 100% turn meter whenever Revan does his ability. Beautiful. So, Well, then that, that 202 does not uh, sound so bad. It doesn't sound so bad. Like I said, he gains... He just gains so much freaking turn meter, and you're using General Kenobi. So... Gerald Kenobi can set up Retribution. He has the Mass Assist. Both of those situations would be situations where Grandmaster Yoda would then gain that 40% turn meter, assuming the over 50% health condition and all that. So, uh, yeah, it's... Um, I mean, he's pretty much always going to gain full turn meter. So, you might as well get rid of the Speed Arrow that has mitigating effects anyway just because of the amount of turn meter and put some offense on there which actually has a net benefit because of how often he goes you're because he's attacking more wow. often doing more damage each time is incredibly beneficial i did do that so let me tell you what Ooh, those all right. are all right so i got the crit damage up to 100 oh whoa excuse me 186 percent so 186% crit damage. Uh, we're looking at special offense with Grandmaster Yoda, correct? Yes. All right, so that went up from 4,400 to 5,800. There you go. With a 27% crit chance plus whatever from the uh, abilities. So. Nice. Yeah. We'll see how that works I'm tomorrow. That should be a lot better off than I was because he was hitting that Revan, or he was hitting that Dark Nihilus today and making me very upset. Yeah. So. Well, what's his crit chance at? 27%. Or 27 and a half. That's pretty good. Basically. That's not bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Electro Duvall asks in the live chat, should we be slicing this offense arrow? 
if you have an offensive arrow that has double digit speed secondaries or triple digit offense secondaries, yes, you should absolutely take it six star. No questions asked, in my opinion. Um, it's just. Well, let me ask about okay. this one then. This will kind of go along with what you're saying. The one I have on on him is an offense set, uh, offense primary with 4.17% crit chance and 74 offense. Yes, I would do that one. So your crit chance, I right, believe, well, gains 33%. So your crit chance should go up to, what, 5 almost 6% probably? Does it, does it gain that much? It only crit jam. It only went up 0.18 percent crit chance. It went from 74 to 81 it's much offense. Than I was thinking then. And it went from 6.88 offense to 8.5 percent offense. Yep. But let's see what it did to the stats. It went up from 5,800 to 59.50. Yeah, that's a pretty nice increase. That is, that is totally yep. worth it in my opinion. Um, I have two. I have two sliced offense primaries on my Grandmaster Yoda. I still have to do his square, but he is at 238 speed, but his special offense is at 6470. But his crit chance is pretty low. He's only at 16 and two thirds crit chance. I wish he had a little bit more crit chance, but oh well. Yeah, I'm looking at these mods I have on them. Every one of them's like. 3% special or crit chance, 2% crit yeah. chance. It's crazy. So, indeed. Um yeah, having crit chance on him is obviously really good. So, uh highly highly recommend it. Um let's see. So yeah, that's that's kind of the whole setup for the team as far as getting Grandmaster Yoda to go as often as possible and like I said you know, my team, for example, that has Basil, Sean, Ezra, General Kenobi, and Revan with Grandmaster Yoda, every single character can possibly call in Grandmaster Yoda and give him turn mirror, which is awesome. It's just, it's so good. Uh, I I don't know, it's really fun. My, my goal is to sadly drop Ezra and get Jolie in there. Uh because the revive Grandmaster Yoda is so squishy. Um, it, you know, the auto revive once or the savior ability from Revan helps a ton, but good grief. It's just, he doesn't have a lot of health. He doesn't have a lot of protection. There's just not a whole hell of a lot you can do about it. He's sitting on mine right about 54 K one good shot. Yeah. will take him and out. see, that's the problem. Like I don't, so. I honestly don't worry too much about whether he's getting health or protection. Don't particularly matter too much to me. They both give him so little that I am I am pretty much focused on secondary stats for Grandmaster Yoda, you know, uh, on that circle. Um, I, I definitely think people should be going offense plus. You should have three offense primaries and a crit damage primary on Grandmaster Yoda, in my opinion. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, let's see. 
Anything else you want to talk about specifically with your team? Nope, not particularly. I'm just, uh, that's the team I'm using right now because I'm working on gearing up Jolie and then Bastel. That was going to be so. my next question. Uh, are you going to drop Chewbacca or are you going to drop someone else and try to add in like Jolie or something? I actually, I ha- if I add in Jolie, I'll probably take yeah, out that's Hoda. that's what I was going to say. And then I'll add Bastila and Chewbacca. Man, I spot. really hate dropping Hermit Yoda. I, I love, you know how much I love Hermit Yoda. I think it's amazing. But I, I do think in this team, I, I mean, yeah. Jolie just offers so much more with the squishiness of Grandmaster Yoda. And that revive is just awesome. If you have the Zeta spin on it, highly recommend it. It's really good. Um well, it's pretty great. Him, he has an assist ability with no damage penalty on it. That also heals. Yeah, so that that too. And then with Revan's, uh, with Revan's heals from his own uh, attacking out of turn uh, leadership ability or unique, whichever one it's on, Jolie does a lot uh, for your team. So yeah, for sure. He's just a good character, and it's nice that he's found a way to work himself into the meta because I remember when his kit came out, we really, really liked it, but there was never really That's a spot true. for him that made sense or worked beyond the raids and no one's really been using him there. All either. makes sense now. Yeah. All right. Uh, so one thing that we have on here is about uh, attacking um, other Revan teams. Do how many of you fought? I fought a lot of them, and I really don't have an issue. I pretty much just press auto. But, um... Well, like I said, I've started playing with my team today. And part of playing today was I'm going to fight the teams that I know I can beat today and play around later when I ha- when the uh, when Revan's in my way and I have to fight him, then I'll fight him. Today, that did not happen, so I didn't have to fight Revan yeah. today. So I've not fought him or needed to really think about what to do against him. So this is random and interesting. Uh, So my shard, some people from my shard actually were on Reddit that I noticed earlier today. I don't know. You may have possibly seen this. Have you seen the strategy of just putting in Hermit Yoda as your only character in Arena? No. No. Have you ever had the issue where you, say, get into second place and there's somebody that you're worried about tossing you back to sixth, uh, you know, about getting in a battle with you and battle locking you? Mm -hmm. How do you prevent that? Well, one possible way is sticking Hermit Yoda. Because when the battle starts, the battle ends (laughs) immediately. Because the battle will end over. They cannot keep you locked in unless... You turn your phone, like, between the time that the battle starts and him bouncing out, if you can close the app out or something along those lines, uh, you know, and then just go back in, like, you know, four or five minutes later, then, you know, let it finish off. That That's one way to avoid it, but that is a pretty interesting and clever way to... <laughs> Keep people from... <laughs> Keep yourself from yeah, being locked so, out. Uh, we were talking about that earlier. I was like, yeah, it's kind of an interesting strategy. Uh, some people thought it was kind of sleazy, but I'm like, hey, I mean, that's... It's a... It's... Because 
Because locking out isn't a strategy that we can talk about. Exactly. The same that that's. It's the 100%. same deal. You're just battling someone else's strategy. I, There's nothing sleazy about it. I completely agree. I mean. If you don't have an issue with people going in and waiting until there's 10 seconds left to finish off a battle, like what's the issue with putting in Hermit Yoda? It's it's all part of the strategy. So, yeah, uh, there were some interesting comments on there. I don't particularly have an issue with people doing that. I thought it was actually pretty funny and extremely clever that people were doing that. So that is something that you could possibly try if you have somebody trying to bounce you out of, um, out of your spot at payout. <laughs> um all right yeah leaving it overnight is like a death sentence for you oh yeah yeah because you <laughs> you can't you literally cannot win on offense yeah that you will be, be gone idea. you just wake up at 200 <laughs> and hate we, yourself yeah we actually had somebody who i i guess they quit or something i don't know unless they did that and forgot about it but yeah, <laughs> they uh, they dropped like a rock by the next day. Uh, so, uh, as far as battling other Revens, I talked about this last week, and I still kind of follow the same strategy. I try not to kill Grandmaster Yoda first, even though he is the easiest kill. You can get rid of the Savior ability pretty quick, but the problem is you then buff him and give everyone crit immunity, and that is annoying as hell, so... What I generally do is try to take out Revan because he is not that tanky. I mean, he's he doesn't have a lot of health or protection, so I kind of think that he is an excellent candidate to try to kill first. I usually don't have much of an issue doing it. And if you mark him, you can still uh, you can still just wail on him whenever General Kenobi taunts or whatever. So I think uh, he is a really good choice. Uh I know that doesn't, you know, him being Mark doesn't particularly, nothing special about him. It's just, you know, it's easier to kill him once they're marked. So you mark <laughs> Revan and then take him out. Yeah, for uh, sure. Something that I was kind of curious about was if you do like, say if they have a slither, uh, sliver of health left and you attack them, uh, I was wondering if they would die and then come back at full health. And I got my answer to that question today and the answer is that first attack does knock them off and refill the health so everyone else that comes in with that assist will still do more damage so you know if oh yeah interesting so, uh yeah and um so mctweet82 in live chat mentions that that's a strategy uh with his rebels and before I switched to Revan, that was my strategy with Rebels as well. It is quite effective. It is try to, you know, kill kill Revan first, and you'll be at a pretty good spot. Um, I think that is definitely the way to go. Makes Indeed. sense. All right. Well, good, good to know. All right. So what do we have next here? All right, so I wanted to put in here just a few characters that I've seen being thrown out as extras that you could put in this team that you might already have geared and you don't have to worry about gearing another one that have been actually pretty decent for people, along with a bonus one that I think I need to play with. I don't have them geared, so I can't play with this idea right now, but uh, 
Yes. So the first one is Jedi Knight Anakin. I like it. Have you seen anyone using him? I haven't. I've seen a But I like the idea, especially because he's going to get full turn meter, you know, the savior ability. Like, when that's used, he's probably going to be getting full turn meter uh, just because of how the low health everyone has. So there's a decent chance that he can go pretty often. I, I really like the idea of using him. He is a pretty awesome attacker, so not a bad idea. And plus, uh, if you're trying to beat that Jedi quest, you got to take him gear 12 anyway. That's what I'm doing after Joe Lee, so you might as well. Yeah, he's got some interesting abilities that include like the, his offense up he can throw out, as well as uh, healing and buff immunity on his basic, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got some interesting kit things that can be helpful there. Maybe not the best option, but if you have him geared, he's one that can be thrown in there immediately that probably will help your team a pretty good chunk, so. Yeah. Yeah, and he gets, he still has that crazy, uh, if someone drops below 50% health or is killed, he gains 100% turn meter. And the plus. In the next attack, deals yep, more damage. percent more damage. So he, he's another character, if you have Revan and don't really have a lot of other Jedi, but you do have him, you could almost mod him kind of like you mod, um, uh, oh. God, uh, Grandmaster Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. But you might want to load him up with a little bit more crit chance since, you know, he exposes himself and such whenever he doesn't crit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's the crappy yeah. part. But there's a lot of heals in that team, so that doesn't hurt you too much. Indeed. So the other one I had, Isla I like Sakura. It. This is one I've seen a lot as well being thrown out for Revan teams, and that is because of her basic ability with its stun. So against a Treya lead, this probably isn't going to matter too much. So if you've got a lot of Treya leads in your arena still, the stuns from her basic probably aren't going to do that much for you, except against that isolated person, which is always a good thing. But uh, yeah, so Isla, she has the she has a stun on basic. Also has a thirty five percent chance to call an ally to assist. And as we know with Revan's abilities, whenever someone attacks out of turn, they gain uh, extra stuff. So that extra assist call on her basic can uh, really start the healing going throughout the team. Also, if the uh, if the assisting ally is a Jedi. They deal extra damage, so her basic is just really good for her. Now, I've seen a lot of pictures of people showing her hitting for 5,000 damage. She's an older character, hasn't ever been reworked, so it's kind of... You're going to see those types of pictures, but I've also seen people showing her hit for 20,000 on crits and 25,000 on crits. So it just really depends on what you do with her mods, with how effective she is as an offensive character. Um... But yeah, she she's got a lot of utility with the, her basic there. Um, I don't think her her special's not that great. All it does is recover health. Um, but her unique, she gets ten percent crit chance, sixty five percent counter chance, and fifty percent counter damage. In addition, she stuns her target for one turn whenever she critically hits. So the um, she, 
She's also also a counter, so she's going to be attacking out of turn. Which is doing the bonus damage. You'll want to put potency on her so that she can stun. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, she she is she is quite good. Um, I I like her a lot. Um, Plus, my favorite color is blue. Uh, You know, a blue lady. You know, I (laughs) have. Like Honolulu blue? No, not like Honolulu blue, like any other shade of blue. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just making sure. Blue designs blue. Now for something a little... F- blue yeah. designs blue. All right. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> the Now for something a little out of the box. Um, I can't test it right now. I don't know if I can make it work, but I want to take a look at the abilities of this character and just the idea and whether or not it would work. And that is Plo Koon, because his kit is actually pretty good. Uh, it's just never had a place or a use. Um, but here's a good thing. A lot of people really like Plo Koon's ship. So there are probably people out there that have Plo Koon geared and just don't use him. So let's wait, look at wait, his abilities wait, wait, and why wait. I put him Why in would anyone list. have Plo Koon geared? Like I said, because a lot of people like his ship. Go ahead. I oh, okay. okay. I have so, a gear twelve. It, uh, uh, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and Pathfinder. Yeah. So carry on. Yeah. Fair. If we need to go look at his ship to prove my point, we could do that. But no, I know that there ship. are a lot of people yes, in the higher ends sure. of building a territory war offense teams on ships that have. I hate battling that ship. Geared, it's so. annoying. <laughs> uh, his first ability. Deal damage to target enemy and dispel a random positive status effect on them with a 50% chance to dispel all positive status effects instead. If an effect is dispelled, Plo Koon gains defense up. Okay, okay, whatever. Defense up. I don't care. But 50% chance if he dispels a uh, ability on his basic that he'll dispel all buffs on the person he's attacking. Interesting. So all those buffs that uh, your mirror Revan matches have, they wouldn't be a mirror if you have Plo Koon. I guess I'm gonna guess they're not gonna have him, but he's going to be pull off buffs on whoever he and attacks. What's nice so, about that is that's his basic ability, and the problem with mm-hmm. the Jedi team is you have like my team, for example. I do have Basil, Sean, Ezra, and Revan who can all do it, but they're all special abilities, and. When you have teams with counters and these mass assists, that uh, dispel on basic could be super useful. Yes, I like it exactly. Dispel on basic, I find super useful. You know, we all love it on Nihilus. So this one's a little more random, but still um, good. random. Yeah, it's not exactly like his, but uh, yeah. Now it's a little low on the de- on the uh, on the damage side. It's he's what is he? He's listed as a tank. So Plo Koon is going to be a little more tankier. He's not exactly listed as a uh, attacker, but his damage on that attack's about five thousand to fifty seven hundred. And by comparison, Grandmaster Yoda's is eighty six hundred to ninety five hundred. So. It's on the low side, but it's the effect that you're getting from it is what you really want. Yep. Um, 
the other one, his special. Even if you use a special, it's probably going to do good things for you. It is a offense down, and I love offense yeah. down. So it's a 70% chance to inflict offense down to all enemies. Not just one, all of them. So it's an AoE, 70% chance to put offense down on the entire team. Um, obviously, that's probably going to get dispelled over time or quickly on some characters because there are a lot of or Revan's Dispel moving around the Protector uh, buff, not buff, but uh, ability. Probably go away, but if you can you get it on a character and it's not hidden for one or two turns, still going to be helpful. I really like this last point. All right. Yes, this is a really yeah. good one. His l second special is Take Charge. All allies gain defense up for four turns. Clone and Jedi allies gain 50% turn meter, and all others gain half that amount. So now he's got a special that throws turn meter to everyone. 50% to meter. be exact, which is a very large chunk. So he's, he's so. one of those characters that you'll... You know, just thinking about your opening turn order and such, that you would want to have him basically one speed slower than your next lowest character. And that way you can, you know, give turn meter to everyone and kind of get the get the train rolling. Uh, but, yeah, that, that ability is awesome. It's uh, Phasma-esque for Jedi. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, so... Throw this out there. If any of you have Plo Koon geared up right now, um, give that a try and let me know how it goes. Currently, I cannot give it a try myself, um, but hopefully soon again, I will be able to, and we'll see what happens. Indeed. So. Well, I am really excited about this next topic. Are you? I am. Let's right, do it. I'm going to play this. Hey boys, do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> Alrighty, so our new player segment of the week is going to be the q and I'm very excited. Um, I, I do too, it's always the best, and... Here, this is really cool because we actually have a uh, audio question. You ready? All right, let's hear it. Hold on one second. Let me. Okay. Let me oh no, you can go ahead and play it. But I'm going to add something onto the stream here that I. All right, love. go for it. All right. Howdy, it's Gorstag from the Future of the Order Guild, and I've got a question for the bearded swaga lovers. Aside from the legendary characters, who do you think is the most useful tune in this game? Thanks for all you do for our community. Gorstag, out. <laughs> I love Gorstag. Here's the his, man, uh, his questions are always very good. And as usual, Google Translate just nails it. Um, at, it it's that's what I wanted to wait for. It is on the screen so everyone can oh, see. Oh, perfect. All right. So, yeah. So, if you're still it's, with us in chat, Gorstag, that is what we saw if before we even listen to your question from the call in, this is what <laughs> Google decided you I, I like a future dealer or guilt. I feel like 
like, <laughs> oh, okay, sure, Google, whatever. Um, as for the actual question, non-legendary characters who are the best in the game, I mean... Well, let me let me open my phone. Should, and take here, here's the question: Should actually I know? Should mine. we count General <laughs> Kenobi and Han? Um, they they might need to come out. Yes, uh, just because they're not legendary technically, but they're close. I mean, Treya technically. If you gotta if you if you gotta take them out, then you gotta take out Galactic Event characters, like uh, running into a slip. I don't slope. know. I don't you gotta t- take his question for what it what it is. He said no legendaries, no uh, journey characters. It's there you go. Unless you want to take out the raid ones, because mine isn't a raid character. Yours is gonna so. be Wampa. We know. Uh, it probably has to be Freya. <laughs> um. Yes. If 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 I didn't, if we took Treya out, it would be Treya. But it's this is my dude, right? Wampa. Here. Who'd have thunk it? Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it would be Treya, Hermit Yoda's right there. If we take out all of those type of characters, let's let's answer this also as removing all legendary journey, guild event, and raid characters, leaving just kind of your basic characters. Who do you think is the most useful? All right, if that's the case, I would say Dark Nihilus. Oh, that's a good one. I like it. Okay, I'm down between two. One of them, I forgot and can't remember. The other... (laughs) (laughs) They must must be be. The other is Rex, because... That leader ability is oh, always yeah. good. It will never not be good. You can always do stuff with it. it it's it is. It's just it's it's a ridiculous leader ability. But the uh, the other character that I was thinking of that I um, obviously you know forgot was oh I thought I would have found it while I was rambling. Oh, that's right, of course, Jerry, Boba Fett. Ah, I love me some gotcha. Boba Fett. That leader ability is ridiculous. It is amazing in the raids. Uh, you know, some of the best damage output teams have Boba lead just because he is... God, he's just so good. Uh, I mean... And his ship is great. One of the best reinforcements in the game. So, yeah. Gotcha. To go along with what was said in chat, Darth Sion was a, another one. It was between Nihilus and Sion for me. So, Sion is another one. If you had asked me within the first year of this game, I would have told you Phasma. Yeah, she used to be. What happened? Cool. <laughs> I love me. You know, another Phasma. one is Crew. Kylo used to be that way, but Crew has kind of taken over that spot. He. He can be a really good tank on just about any team. I've seen him in Rebel comps and Sith Sith comps and Rex teams. Like he kind of fits in a lot of different places. Because uh, I mean, uh, taunt on opening turn is always great. For sure, 
I agree. All right, so we had a question in our email inbox. You want to read that one? Yeah, sure. Let me find it. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. Should be a mere seconds. Could give you a little bit of a heads up, but we do have show notes. All right. I do got uh, it. Here you go. This is from Firus, from my good friends in uh, from my good friends in Dagobah in the Republic. So Firus, do you think it's fair, appropriate of CG to build in specific targets into character kits? Slash AI. Revan always, for example, Revan always targets Treya for his direct focus ability. Treya always targets Nihilus for isolate unless there's a taunting tank. JTR seemingly always targets BB-8 for defiant smash, etc. When they've come out previously to say that teams like a Zeta Finn-led resistance team become too powerful if they're programmed to target exposed enemies. Personally, I have less of a problem with Treya than I do with Revan. Because you can hide Nihilus behind a taunting tank, whereas with Revan targeting Treya, you might as well pick a different character for your squad because she's not going to last long enough to attack. It's the equivalent of giving Darth Nihilus a use of Annihilate at the beginning of the battle. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I, I don't particularly have a big issue with it. The AI should be competent. I mean, ha- having... It run around recklessly like Leroy Jenkins is just stupid. Um, you know, make it make it competent, make it competitive, and I don't have an issue with that. Um, I'm not entirely sure that these characters are actually programmed to always attack the way stated. I I think it's because I have seen situations where that didn't happen when I thought it would. I do think there is something else to it, whether it's based on uh, some sort of survivability or uh, damage output mechanic of some sort that might factor into it. I I don't know, um, but uh, I can tell you this: I've never had Thrawn or Treya isolated on my arena team. I've been running for months. It's always either the ta- the person taunting. Or Darth Nihilus. So, I tend to agree that that is something that is seemingly happening. Now, whether it's uh, programmed in target Darth Nihilus or there's something in Nihilus's kit that is more priority than whatever's in Thrawn and... Thrawn and Treya's kit? I don't know, because I've got to think that if you, if you were to throw enough characters in there at the same time as Nihilus, she's going, if they have the same trait or whatever it is, that she's going to have to pick between the two of them. And it's going to be different. I think that since that team comp is the most rampant, I think we never, we see uh, more often than not her going right after Nihilus. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't, I don't know about RJT. I never really... Notice that one. Uh, Revan always targeting Treya. It's probably something similar. Or maybe they did code in the names. But either way, um, I don't know. It just opens it up for other teams, I guess. Because if you're coding it straight onto one character on one team, 
and it's random for another type of team, then that team is going to have a much easier and better time. And maybe that's why we're seeing so many Revan counters. I don't know, but I don't think that I have a big problem with yeah, it. I don't either. I just think if it is happening, there's probably a better way to influence the meta than yeah. that. And I think but. if that's what it is, it should be some, or I, I think it should be based on some sort of statistical mechanic rather than, you know, the name of a character. Um, but that's what I'm hoping because Dark Nihilus, okay, I say this and he could be, but he's probably not going to be in the arena forever. And Rex, we always said the same things for. So at some point, if it's not coded a certain way to go after a certain type of character and not just a specific one, then it's eventually in the arena, it's going to be really random and really bad for the defense of a Revan that's team. True. So. I think it's probably something we don't know. I'll have to look in the code because the code is written right in there on Swaga. So I'm take I, a look I don't think that. it has anything uh, regarding targeting, though. Well, then I really don't know if it actually targets something because this should this should have everything for that ability uh, in the code. I, I, I think that's think. just the way the ability works. Don't actually have. Uh, AI targeting type things. Otherwise, you'd see a lot of, you know, preferential type things in there. Um, could be wrong, but who knows. Uh, while you look that up, we'll go ahead and jump into the Discord questions. Uh, Discord.me slash Shattered Order. If you're not there already, whenever we do Q&As, we announce it there and we open up a specific channel where you can put Q&A questions and... That's what we're doing tonight. Is we're going to dig into some Q and A questions, and um, you know it'd be fun. Maybe get a guest on here sometime soon and do another Q and A, and just like see how many questions we could get. That would be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, for sure. I would love Indeed. that. Need to figure that out. All right, so. uh, we will start with. God, I'm going to butcher his name, and I apologize. Ulick Quadroma? Uh, when and... That was that... Was that pretty good? With authority. Yeah. That was well, that, that's what you've told me in the past about Patreon names. It was, if I don't say them correctly... Just don't pretend just you did it wrong. Just go in full yeah. bore. Uh, so, uh, when and how do you think CG will do Darth Revan? That's a good question. So the big question I have is this Jedi Revan appears to be a post-Darth Revan Revan, if that makes sense. So would Darth Revan be going back in time? If so, I would have thought that they would have come out with that first and then moved to Jedi Revan. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I really wish I had a better answer for you. Unfortunately, I haven't played Knights of the Republic, so I'm not super familiar with all those characters, the interactions, how they work and everything, but I do like the idea of them doing something maybe like um, a, a memory type thing with Jedi Revan, and uh, you know, maybe he goes back into his memory and learns who he was or what he did or something along those lines. I think that would be really cool. 
And I would love to know Goodnight Punk's opinion. However, he has uh, stepped away from his computer ever so briefly. So we will move on to Dare High. New characters are always more powerful than the old characters, and the old characters become seldom used. Swoga tries to remedy this with Remy. I think Swoga tries to remedy this with reworks. Do you think that they will continue uh, and eventually rework all the old characters, or is it possible that we get events for old characters only, allowing in-game users to dust off the originals and give new players a reason to farm old tunes like Tuscan Raider? I have an answer right. for this one. Uh, when I read it, this is a the first thing I thought of. So the first thing I thought of, some of these really crappy characters like Cup and Mob Enforcer, I don't see them ever getting reworked unless they are in a faction that's getting a rework. Then they might have a chance. But other than that, they've already done something to give you a reason to farm them and gear them up. And that is territory battles because the more galactic power you have, the more chance you have to get to the the max stars on it. So unless they're part of a faction rework, I don't see some of these characters being reworked. Like Tuscan Raider, they have three Tuscans now. So all they would really have to do is add two more and rework the other three to make a Tuscan faction. I could see that one happening. Um, I don't know what point during a year that they would just decide, all right, it's time for Tuscans, but that could happen. But for things like like Mob Enforcer, when you already have so many good scoundrels, I don't see a, a reason to ever touch that. You know what I mean? And there's so many Jedi. I don't see Jedi Knight Guardian getting a rework because there'd just be a long list in front of her agree. of other Jedi yep. to be reworked. Um, so... They've already got the incentive in the game to get these characters, and they did that with territory battles. I'm still not gearing those characters up very high. Maybe if I have a random piece that higher level or geared characters don't need, I'll put it on those characters to get a little bit more. But that's the reason they have for existing right now is to pad your galactic power to help you get more stars in territory battles. But... Yeah, like I said, unless they're part of a faction rework, I don't see some of these crappier characters getting reworked. I agree. No no chance. Um, Sweet. I, I would say on Tusken Raider, what would be really cool is if they made him a requirement to get like Order 66 Anakin, where you had to go in with Tusken huh. Raider and lose the battle to progress. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, all your all your family's behind <laughs> you, and you're the last line of defense, and you just gotta exactly. kill over. At that point, gearing him would be bad because he died. It would take yep. longer to die. <laughs> uh, Quadrama ask another question. Why don't you read this one? All right, for ships PVE, what gear level do you recommend for the tunes on them? I um I have not beaten all the ship PVE elements yet because I have not needed to get to the end of those yet. So I haven't worried about gear on my ship guys because the only reason I would have at this point was to would be to get nest and I already had nest, so 
I haven't even bothered. So I don't really know what the gear level is. I'm up to five. I just haven't done five. And with that, with that area, it's probably gear 10, gear 11, all my pilots. Yeah. The ones that I was using It kind of depends on the ship too. So, I mean, you need really synergetic ships. Man, I cannot remember what the, that like efficient team was to beat some of those harder battles. But I, I have a feeling like nowadays with Bosk, like getting Bosk up would help tremendously. Uh, you know, just those, I mean, find, find good overlap. I mean, find characters that you already need anyway, who have good ships, uh, Vader or Bosk or whoever else, Vader, uh, you know, all those characters have great ships, so I, I would work on them and, uh, it, recommended gear level would be 12 as far as minimum gear level kind of depends uh you know i think you can do some of those last tier ones with 11 but i i had some max ships on those and they were still still quite difficult i mean they they are made to be one hell of a challenge so yeah yep they are definitely built to be a challenge and uh I'm not up for that on ships, so yeah. <laughs> eventually I will be, but not right now. And until there's something in there that I need, I'm not worrying about it. So, all right. The only thing that I think I'm missing out on some is like maybe there's one in five that does stun stun gun salvage. It'd be nice to have that one unlocked, but uh, since I'm always farming a character right now in there, I haven't needed it unlocked. You yeah. know what I mean? So some of the gear ones are good in That's there, true. but because you, yeah. you, there are a few gear twelve pieces, purple gear twelve pieces that you can get from there if you need them. But yeah, not super important. Agree. All right, get this next one. All right, next up from Bucky, or sorry, Purse Dog seventy three. What would be the best two-leader team? For example, JTR and Finn are incredible together. I know there's no practical use for it, but just for fun. I think we've answered this one before, but there are more characters in the game now. I think at this point, some of the more fun ones would be having two contract payouts. Having two Ooh, that's interesting. Um, bounty hunter leaders. That would be uh, pretty interesting. I don't know which two I'd use. But there's a lot of combinations there you yeah. can do. Yeah, that's a really good Some one. might be game-breaking, actually. Who knows? I, you know what? You could actually do that in you can, hard battles. Yes. And uh, does Has anyone done that? Do you know what happens well, when there's the, two all, bounty all hunter the bounty leaders? hunters, their payouts do, do not work in the ally slot. Remember, because there's been that thing ever since they came out. That is one thing that, uh, you know, contracts only work for one character. So... Um, for me, I would wait, but the leader ability for the contracts, you're saying that doesn't work. Correct. Was that something that they announced when that it's, it's, you know, I seem to remember them announcing that when it came they out, they announced it when it came out and it also says on the character, let's see. Um, uh, Joker. 
Okay, when, Bounty Hunter Country. Yeah, I thought you said when Leader Boba Villains. Fett is in the leader slot, not the ally slot. The following contract is active. So, yeah, it only only counts for the actual leader, not the ally on payouts. But for me, I would what say Basila Sean and Revan would be super awesome. Like good freaking luck. That would be super awesome. Um, that that was def that was the original one I also thought of when I saw this question. It was Bash Lashawn and uh, Revan. Yeah. That would have been pretty crazy. Uh, something else would be like maybe... I, I always like Admiral Akbar. I think like Akbar and CLS lead combined or something like that would be a lot of fun. Just because of all the attacks and speed and yeah. yeah I think that'd be cool. <laughs> Definitely be crazy. Other than that, I mean, we we could go on on this question forever. There's so many of them. If you, I would want, throw crew in with Phasma, that would be fun. Yep. Uh, some of just any synergy with more than one leader is probably going to oh, yeah, be good. Oh yeah, sure. CLS with a wedge, that one would be good. Lots of healing, lots of offense, lots of uh, counterattacks. A lot of rebels, a lot of Jedi options that would all be pretty interesting. Uh. Here's a fun one. Tebow and Chirpa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Like, no one would do that. No one. Uh, let's go to Bucky, who asks, uh, post-zombie re- rework, what would be your favorite Sister compositions and uses in Territory War for offense and defense? I kind of think offense or defense is kind of the same answer for me. And it would be the Mother Towson lead with Asajj, Mother Towson, obviously, uh, Old Daka, Night Sister Zombie, and probably Acolyte. Is that? Who are you missing in there? What do you mean? Sound like you said. Well, if you can throw Acolyte in there, who are you leaving out? Initiate and Spirit. Could find a way to put spirit in, but Tal- I think Talzin, you'd have Talzin, Asajj, Daka, Zombie. Those four, I think, are the absolute staples, and then throw in whoever else you want. Oh, so you left out Talia. Oh yeah, from Talia. the yeah. raid team. So I knew there was one that was yeah, missing for, out of there. For raid, she's sense. required, but for like arena style right, battles, what, but you listed. Yeah. One less than I knew there was, and I was trying to figure out who the yep. other one was. So, what about you? Would you do anything different? All right. Mm, I don't know what the the territory war night sister comp is. I I never used night sister acolyte because mine's not geared. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how that works now with the new zombie. So you I know, one really thing say. I've found interesting is I find Mother Talzin, even without the Zeta, her leader ability, to be superior to Asajj's leader ability, even with the Zeta, in arena-style battles, so including territory war. Uh, it just it seems to work a lot better. Um, so. Well, yeah, those uh, revive basics can be very, very good in a... Territory war setting because 
if they what is it if they kill they come they revive something like that 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 is her, never really that is her zeta ability when night sister ally uses basic ability during their turn a random defeated night sister ally is revived with 50% health and call to assist then the revived ally is immediately defeated unless an enemy was defeated that that's the leader ability uh so without the leader ability they all gain 50% potency and 30 speed and whenever uh, a night sister uses special ability they inflict plague on selected target for 3 turns which can't be abated and when a enemy mm-hmm. resists a detrimental effect, all Night Sisters gain 5% turn meter. That is a really good leader ability for Arena. Uh, like I said, even without the Zeta, even without those auto-revives, you already have Zombie who kind of auto-revives people anyway. So, uh, you know, that makes that Zeta a little less useful, actually. Does every battle on defense... Does it reset to two revives for zombies? That is a fantastic question. I have no idea. I couldn't even begin to guess. I would assume so. I have to, but, I have to assume yeah. it would and that, that that resets every time. Yeah, I would assume so, but I'm not sure. No, because what doesn't uh, Han shoot first every defense or get the full turn bonus turn? Uh, yes. Because it's the... Well, I guess that's start of battle, and you're starting a new battle, so that's kind of different. But be interesting to test. I can't really remember. Uh, let's go ahead so. and jump to Priranus's question. I run Revenant Arena, and it's really getting annoying just trying to outspeed the other Revenant mirror matches. Do y'all think there are alternative mod combos that would handle mirror match against faster Reven? This is, you know, we did kind of talk about this earlier as far as battling opposite Revens to some degree. I think the big thing would probably be having Jolie in there just because you can you can control the match a lot better with the revives and the extra healing. Especially for Grandmaster Yoda, I think it's really important, really beneficial, and helps a ton. You know, getting somebody killed and then just having them come back is just bloody annoying. So, um, plus you get the extra speed and crit chance because of his double tag. So uh, I would say having Jolie in there would probably be a really good idea. As far as other mod combos, I, I, I don't really have any good suggestions. Uh, all, all those teams are too similar. There's not like... there's I, I don't believe there's a Jedi Mass Dispel. There's not... Um, I mean, there's not really... There is. is Mass Dispel on your team or the opponent? On, on the, That's Jedi. Yeah, General Kenobi. That's a, Well, that's a cleanse. So, self, yeah. Okay, that's... So Mass Dispel. I always think of yeah. cleanse and dispel in the same it's, vein only as one's against the other team. But cleanse is a better word to use. It's just used differently yeah. in other games. So I, I always gotcha. think dispel... On your team yeah. as well. So for removing buffs on the opposing team is not really much of a good option. And I think that's really about the only thing that would really, uh, that would kind of be a determining factor. So, Gotcha. All right. So Hoagie, I just unlocked Treya this morning. Is she worth running in the arena 
at five stars. I'm currently running Bastila lead. Have a large group of Treas and Revens in the upper parts of my shard. Taking out the second part of the question, five star Treya is awesome. Get her to gear 11. Totally fine to run in the arena. I did it the moment I got her. Completely fine. Now, as a as a question to what you're going against, um, I haven't seen a lot of I haven't seen anything really about Bastila lead beating Revens, so uh, I would say if you want the chance to beat the Revens on your shard, Treya's much better option than your Bastila. And as far as Treya versus Treya, I win that one pretty much every time, so with my comp at least. So I think you're probably better running your Treya, at least in the makeup of the arena you've talked about, but what do you think, Yeah, uh, she's great. I, I don't Five and seven star, I don't think it makes much of a difference. Her abilities are fantastic. She's a great leader. She offers a ton, and I think you would, I think it would be wise to be going with that. Um, I kind of, kind of wonder if you might be better off with Nimper Palpatine lead. I think if you just unlock Treya, what you should do is if you already have Emperor Palpatine Zated, you should test with that first. Um, and just see how it does, you know, have silent on the team, get rid of the buffs and just kind of see what happens because you could definitely inflict a lot of buffs and gain a lot of turn meter. That's one thing that Jedi don't have is a daze. So, uh, I think, I think you'd probably be in a fine spot going with the Emperor Pop team lead. It may drop a little bit more on defense would be the problem probably, but I, I think you'd probably wouldn't have too much of an issue beating most teams. Or if you have Zal and Nest, you could try that. You have Tarkin, you could try that team with Sith. A lot of yeah, options for, for sure. you. But as far as the first part, five-star Treya is awesome. Doesn't really matter. The bonus protection she gets, as long as you load her up with a bunch of health, is going to keep Indeed. her alive really well. Regardless of the stars. So this is unrelated, but before we move on to the next question, I kind of want to mention it. Mention it. I was battling a nest in the arena the other day, and after I had taken a couple mass attacks on her, so rather than having the green bar that looks like it has a bunch of black lines in it, it was just two green bars. Like, I can't remember <laughs> the last time I saw a character with two green bars. That, that... That's how much max stacking health yes, was taken off was of her. it was crazy. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> and then she was obviously pretty easy to kill at that point. Very nice. Uh, all right, so hilarious. caffeinated Ewok, who is the Lord of Noobs. Uh, where do you think this podcast is going, and what are some next steps for expansion? We never know where this podcast is going. Just to put that, that that's out That's a there. good question. Uh, <laughs> it's always yeah, off the rails. Yeah, I don't know. You know, as far as expansion, you know, maybe maybe one of these days we can start up like a, uh, uh, a like a more general podcast and just cover all topics because I like talking and I will talk about anything. <laughs> well, there was that idea about a you know, TV show 
podcast, Star Wars TV show podcast. Yeah, that was out there. I mean, what? With the uh, cantina? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes. Oh, I need, yes. Um, Maybe we should get the wheels moving. Yeah, maybe we should. With resistance going on, that would be a lot of fun to, you know, maybe start talking about each episode each week or something like that. That would be really cool if we had time. Um, Why don't we go ahead and jump to First Order Wookiee's question? Uh, Wow, First Order Wookiee, you changed your name. You're not. You're not a Discord bot anymore. He's back to yeah. Russian bot. <laughs> uh, I have never been into ships, and I have a ton of resources. And every ship before Lando's Falcon at seven stars. What would you recommend I do to put my uh, feet in ships? I would suggest Bastan Biggs Vader. I am still using that team, and it is still just so freaking awesome. I love it. Uh, I have. The mileage I've gotten out of that team is just crazy. However, a Bosk's ship is unbelievably good in every single team. Uh, Sunfock is unbelievably good in every single team. I do, you will never regret doing those two ships. I, I think they're too good. They offer too much overall. I think it's a really, really good way to go is getting those two ships and then kind of building around them with what characters you already have geared. And then you can kind of start working in, you know, some of the more niche ships that are, you know, faction specific, like, say, for example, the other Janosians or, uh, I don't know, take your pick, whatever, other bounty hunters and such. I like it. I have no comment. Because I'm still running old meta and I don't care. What team are you using? What's old meta? Biggs, TIE Fighter Pilot, TIE Advanced, starting with Chimera. With the first backup of Phantom, second backup Boba, third backup Poe, and fourth backup uh, TIE Silencer. I did some uh, mod slicing. Like over the past week, I've been putting some effort into... um, getting mod slice for Tarkin. So I don't have any Zetas on Tarkin, but he is gear 12 and a half, basically no Zetas, all Omegas. And he has all six dot mods. It has, uh, I am holding so much Baron arena. It is awesome. I always stay top 20 and I auto most teams. If it's not bugs, I auto them. It is awesome. Yeah, that's, I really made the mistake on my alt account, because I have all the bugs at gear 12. I run Houndstooth as a backup with Phantom and a couple others. And I went all in on home one with my bugs. And my Tarkin ship is just a hot mess because I don't have the prestige right now to bundle it up. But I think that if I did, my team would be hold a lot better. Because on that account, I can get into the top 50 very easily and i usually sit between 50 and 65 so i really need to work on target on that account because if i did i think i'd probably just sit in the top 50 yeah but yeah i like the bugs the bugs are fun yeah. but they i, I went with home one like instead of Tarkin, and i should have gone with Tarkin. should have <laughs> um all right I'm sure what is the next question our next question question is from Bono. Um, 
What are your thoughts about Darth Nihilus and his leader ability? With it, will not oh, have jump, any... jump down. He uh, rewrote it down just a little bit further. Okay, hold on. Gosh, this thing is... Here, I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. So, oh, okay, all right, go got ahead. it. This is what I meant to say. What are your thoughts about Darth Nihilus and his leader ability against a Revan lead? With Darth Nihilus lead, you will not have any crit hits where G there for GK will not taunt. So you should be able to target Yoda or Revan or whoever. What do you think? This is a... So Darth Nihilus lead takes all your protection, makes it all health. The Also, you cannot crit... So that takes out the General Kenobi. But I don't think every team uses Kenobi, correct? So this would be a very, like, and specific team here's the problem. E- even if you do have Kenobi, him taunting is not that big of an issue. Um, just because... Well, yeah, especially with Revan and the with focus. That, so. And then against the Sith, I mean, assuming you're using Darth Nihilus Wait, Lee, you're probably person. using Treya, you're probably using Scion... You know, if you're using those two characters with him, I mean, that's two ways to get rid of the taunt anyway. It's probably not going to be much of an issue. I don't think his leader ability would make any difference whatsoever. Could be wrong, though. Makes sense. It'd be rough. I don't think that leadership does enough to be worth it. Agreed. Dare I ask... Do you think they will ever add a player-created character? No. Uh, they could make it your uh, your general that basically works like a seventh mod that would be applied to all of your tunes. As you level up, you would get points assigned to your health, offense, or any other stat besides speed. Then you could reset your general's point allocation for crystals when you want to change. Um I think it's an interesting idea. I've always been a fan of the idea of maybe like adding two leader abilities or something like that, but I think it starts getting pretty complicated and at that point would become almost impossible to test, you know, uh, to do testing and balancing. There's just too many freaking factors. Like there's just no possible way. And I, I think that would greatly reduce, you know, the number of characters coming in the game and stuff like that. I just don't think the ROI would be worth it. So I would say no. I think what they would be more likely to do would just be open up mods and give us more tiers of six dot mods and seven dot mods. And I think they would allow that to alter things more. I don't like this idea though. I just don't see what i don't see how it would work like the idea oh, i agree i like in a idea, lot of games but... where it, a lot of games as you level up you get like so let's say let's do world of warcraft for instance you have your class and your spec in that class and then you have a talent tree and this to me just sounds like a talent tree overall you pick a general you have a talent tree for that general you get points the more a higher level you are, or the more arena battles you win, or this or that, and you can plug points into your talent tree to give you more offense or more speed or whatever. And then at some point, you're offered a way to reset that talent tree and relocate, reallocate, or whatever, something like that. That sounds really cool, and it would add even more <coughs> diversity on top of yeah. mods. I just don't. 
I don't see how that would work. I would love it. Like, I like your idea. I just don't yeah, see how it I agree. Works. I like anything that allows us to modify more stuff. And, you know, I like the math of it. And, Make your- you know, trying to find advantages in that way. So I would be a fan, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, so the, if you check out... Jeez. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. I lost it in the comments. All right, we'll just move on to the next question. Uh, Pegasi asks, if General Grievous gets ship, he will likely bring other droid ships with him. What droid ships are possible out there? A quick Google search should tell you that. Uh that is a good idea. You do a quick Google search while I do a quick Swaga search because I think it's important to know if there are any droid ships that might be useful. And whenever I look, I see R2-D2, BB-8, IG-88, Chopper, Imperial Probe Droid, IG-88, or sorry, IG-86, HK-47, K-2, T-3, General Grievous, B-2, IG-100, and L-3. So there's a number of those characters that are already co-pilots and ships, and so that kind of disqualifies them from being a ship or a droid ship synergetic character. HK-47, from what I've heard, is a possibility. I believe he has a ship, but other than him, I don't really know who the hell you would put in there. Any ideas? Yeah, so there's... There's a lot of uh, like vulture droids would be interesting, but they they wouldn't need a character to go into them, so that would make it really hard to yep. add to the game. I don't think that they were going to add ships without characters. Um, if you go on Wikipedia, there's a separatist navy with a ton of uh, ton of ships on there, but I just don't know. It, it's I think that they're going to have to add some dro- more droid ships. I just don't know what. They would add because the having that IG two thousand with the droid synergy to me signals there's definitely going to be droid ships, but I don't know which ones they're going to be. To be I agree. Uh, McTweet uh, writes in the live chat. Do you think we'll get ships without pilots because the droid um, because the droid was a ship? Uh, no, I don't. I see no chance of that happening. And uh, Chicken Bottom says that IG-100 piloted ship, so that would be cool. But who knows? We'll see. IG-100, that would be interesting for sure. Indeed. All right. uh, Next question from... Srotag Star so, thank says, "Thank you, because I was trying to figure out how the hell." What are some good one. options? <laughs> what are some good options for splitting your Jedi into ter- territory war teams? One Re- Revan lead and one Bastion. I really like this question. Um, I think the big question is where do you put Grandmaster Yoda? I think you have to split Grandmaster Yoda and Ezra up to make the teams even halfway competitive because they are by far the two best attackers. Uh, Revan can hold his own and you can kind of do like an old Republic type thing with him and Joe Lee. And then you could probably throw in maybe Jedi Knight Anakin and, uh, you know, 
Um, I think there's probably a lot of options just due to the number of Jedi. I still really like the synergy between Ayla, Ahsoka, and well, Ahsoka oh, and Jedi Knight Anakin. Do, that is a especially really in territory good wars where she's a really good healer for a yeah, team. Yeah, she so. would be. Those two, I would put on one of the two teams. Yeah, I actually really like that a lot. Um, and then you know you still have like Barris, and so you could split up General Kenobi and Obi Wan as your tanks which is obviously pretty beneficial. Jedi Knight Anakin, I think, would fit really well on the uh, Jedi Knight Revan team just because of the number of times that they lose turn meter and such. Um, and then I think your boy Plo Koon would also be a pretty good option on one of those teams. I'm not sure which. Yeah, there's, there's a pretty good uh, chunk of them. I would say Revan, Grandmaster Yoda. Let's see, Revan, Grandmaster Yoda, um, Joe Lee. So let's put those three together. Revan, Grandmaster Yoda, Joe Lee. Who else would you put on the end there? Um, oh, old Ben. Yeah. I really want to sit sit down and actually write this out. Yeah, me too. All right, so really we're already going super long, so we'll put a pin in this question now that it's in our head, and that's our goal for next week. Mm -hmm. Come back with two team comps that we want to do. I like it. Um, all right, so before we move on, trivia, trivia uh, would like to give a <laughs> shout-out to... Dean, our new Patreon, uh, someone I ran into on Facebook and uh, decided to, who's a podcast listener, decided to support us on Patreon. So thank you, and thanks to all of our other Patreons. Uh, remember, next week we're going to be giving away some gift cards and some really cool stuff, so make sure you get your Twitch subs in, especially you Amazon Prime people. You get that free sub. Go put that in, and you'll be entered. And you can always just go sub anyway, but that is a free way to do it. Um, you know, doesn't cost you anything and is part of what you pay for with Amazon Prime. So go sub, get entered to win that $30 gift card, and, uh, you know, we'll be giving out gift cards to Patreon people also. We might even give away something from Blue. We'll see. Who knows? Um this should be fun. I agree. I like it. Uh, all right. Are you ready? I am always ready. Let's do this. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. Alrighty. For all of you listening at home or on the radio, 
This week is poll the audience slash speculation. I have no idea what to expect with this uh, this this trivia this week, but I'm uh, pretty excited about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what to expect. You, this uh, should be interesting. Um, oh, we should oh, also we probably go. specify. I can, I can hear the uh, music. Joker ask in the live chat about the rest of the questions from Q&A. We will be covering those next week. Yes. Usually, whenever we do QA, it, it's not a one-time thing because they're... <laughs> We could talk forever about your guys' awesome questions, so we usually split it up when two episodes. If we get enough questions, it can span three episodes, so it gets kind of crazy. But we will cover them next week. So Cool. If you have never played trivia before, we use the Kahoot app available on both Android and iOS for free. So if you download that app, you can, you can play with us. There is a pin we give out every week and you just put that pin into your Kahoot app and you will go right to the trivia and then you can test your score against everyone else that plays it so um, I have a pin here for you for everyone that is watching alright and it is 0127711 Again, the pin is zero one two seven seven one one. Awesome. So just toss that into your Kahoot app. Ooh. And you will be right online with us. Ooh, this is exciting. So, uh, we'd like to just mention this. Uh, ShatteredOrder.com, if you go there, there is a spot where you can go give us show feedback that sends uh, emails to Dan and I that we get to read. We can read your feedback. We love getting feedback, whether it's positive, negative, whatever, anything to improve the show, we would love to hear. But also, there is a suggest a question for trivia. And what that does is you can send an email directly to Tesh that Goodnight Punk and I will never see. So if you have like a really great trivia question idea, Make sure you go there and click that link and shoot it to him. That way he has a list of questions. It makes things a little bit easier on him. And plus, it's always fun whenever, uh, you know, you guys get to help and add the questions. Agreed. You guys come up with some good ones. So, I'm curious. All right. You ready for question number one? All right. I am. So, if you're playing along, hit that question one now. All right, I will read it from this phone, and then I'll tell you to go. First question is, all answers are correct. Do you like the timers? Do you like the streak bonus? Oh, okay. Well, this is a poll for the audience, so we'll all say what we like and what we don't like. Answer quick, or you won't (laughs) get points. Just kidding. Um... I got this one correct. So did I. But I got no points. Oh, Alright, so this is how uh, this is how Tesh is going to get feedback from everybody. I like it. Yes. 
So basically answers were, I don't like to be timed, I don't want streaks to count, I don't like having the timer, I don't like the streak bonus, I don't like being timed, but I like the streak bonus and both are great. So, there you go. Alright, next question. All are correct. Would you like trivia to just be swaga content or more? Um... <laughs> I do... I want now I'm curious to see how this one ends up being answered because the answers were just in-game stuff. I don't care if it's in the game, more Star Wars trivia, maybe like a question here or there from outside the game, and just stuff about Dan's personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that if it's depends on what it is, maybe yeah. I'll answer. Or actually I won't get to answer. You'll have all the answers in front of you. All right. Do you miss the open-ended questions from the old format Ooh. of trivia? Given my record, my answer is nope. I see. I thought they were great, <laughs> uh, but I I love Kahoot. Oh, I'm not saying they weren't great. <laughs> it's just I feel a lot better about my uh, my prowess on Kahoot than I did in our yeah, old trivia. That's understandable. All right, so I think we're on to normal questions now. Thanks for all the feedback, everyone. Let's get to it. All right. I hope. If not, then we'll answer some <laughs> more feedback and keep going. Sounds good. All right. Round two. Get your tinfoil hats on. Which of these is not missing from the game? Go. And the possible options are OG Falcon... Malevolence, Jedi Starfighters, or the Ebon Hawk Revan ship. I don't know why it took so long to answer that question, but... I think I was trying to work out how the question was asked in my head before I clicked on <laughs> something. Because I saw Malevolence and I'm like, oh, that! No, that's not nice. the question. What did you end up selecting? I selected Jedi Starfighter. You selected Starfighters. the answer. I selected as well as the correct answer. Good to know. Indeed. All Question right. five. Question five. The OG Falcon would be unlocked by the following tags, which one has five plus non-capital ships? Ooh. Five plus non-capital ships. The possible answers are Sith what? ships, bounty hunter ships, empire ships, and scoundrel ships. You know, I I didn't answer scoundrel because of our dev interview where there were only four or three. But they, so they've they added IG-88. But they added more. So. IG-88, Xanadu Blood, Slave 1, uh, Houndstooth. Houndstooth, Boba, uh, the Falcon, the young oh. Lando's Falcon. Falcons. Xanadu Blood, IG-88, and then you yep. have uh, uh, the other bounty hunter one. Dang. Wow. So, yeah. Ouch. I selected Empire. Oh, 
Well, we're on the same page then. <laughs> nice. Alright, question six. The OG Falcon is... If the OG Falcon came to the game, which faction would have the most ships, including capitals? Um... Rebels, Empire, Separatist, or Galactic Republic? This is rough. Yeah, there's a lot of thinking here. Uh, what did you end up selecting? Oh, why did I... Ooh, I was going to select Rebels, but but then I decided to select Galactic Republic because of all the yeah, Clone that was Wars a bad idea. ships. Yep, because the correct answer is favorite. Rebels. What Rebels. Did you pick? Woo! You can't just assume I know you got it right. I I, I thought you heard the right. cheeriness in my voice. I thought you would understand. I was too busy in my yeah. sadness. Understandable. Alright. Alright. Question seven. If the malevolence comes out as a legendary, which faction would most likely unlock it? This is opinion. This this is right, very go. opinion, but the possible answers are Galactic Republic, Droids, Separatist, and Jedi. I uh, want to advocate for my answer. Okay. He's the answer was Galactic Republic. I answered Jedi. And I feel as though that is a equally <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct answer. Yeah, but the answer. Jedi weren't really fighting him directly. It was the Galactic Republic. Yeah, they are. General Kenobi killed him. <laughs> what yeah, are you General talking Kenobi about? Kenobi did. They fought him what, directly. What, uh, yeah, but that was on behalf of the Galactic Republic. And they're... Someone put, there aren't enough Jedi ships. How many Galactic Republic ships are there? A decent number. I bet you they're very similar. Uh, I can go check and see the number of Galactic Republic ships. We'll do well, that at on. the end. Well, okay. There's seven. Alright, which ship in-game is directly involved in the Ebon Hawks storyline? Revens. Mm. Okay, go. Uh, Gauntlet Starfighter, None, Sith Fighter, or the B-28 Extinction Bomber. And your answer was? My answer was the Sith that Fighter. That is the same as my answer, as well as the correct answer. It is perfect. Uh, to answer right. Chicken Bomb's question in chat, um, I guessed. <laughs> All right, what is that next question? Killing me. So we look. Jedi are three plus the capital ship. Okay. Well, either way. If you're going by just faction, I still think that the Jedi are a viable option for fighting <laughs> the droids. Just saying. 
since they did, they led the Galactic Republic against the droids. Same. Whatever. Which faction has exactly five, the perfect number to unlock General Grievous? Possible answers are clone troopers. And uh, crap. Geonosians. Clone troopers. Bring it. Or Tuscans. What was your answer? Not the right one. And I figured since he put it in there twice, there was no way that you that would be the right answer. But there are only four Geonosians. That is five, correct. So yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I knew it wasn't Tuscans. Yeah, but I didn't. I was going more technical with the way this app works, thinking you couldn't put two correct answers. Nice. Oh well, whatever. My score is going to be crap. You should know that you can put two correct answers. The first three questions were all correct. All correct, not some correct. Yeah, I guess that's fair. All right, what is the <laughs> next question? All right, next question is... When Lord Vader is confirmed, who would be least likely to be required? And go. And the possible options are Darth Sidious, Ahsoka Tano, Hermit Yoda, and Mace Windu. What did you put? Hermit Yoda, because he would have been Grandmaster Yoda at that time. I put Darth Sidious. He was the one dark side, and that's kind of what I was... That's how I was thinking about it. Uh, didn't even think about the era of Hermit Yoda. Uh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oops, indeed. Sorry, you're still probably well Hope so. Of Hope so. I need some... I need some Kahoot wins. When Padme comes to the game, she should... She should be least likely to have synergy with... Go. I feel like this is a trick question. Possible answers are fives, R2-D2, General Kenobi, and Jedi Knight Anakin. Oh, thank goodness. Sounds like you guessed <laughs> fives. I did guess fives because I'm like, unless this is a trick question, I don't remember her and fives hanging out in the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, well, I, I knew that she, you know, she'd been around R2-D2, Kenobi, and Anakin, so I just kind of felt like fives was the logical guess. Fortunately, I was right. Yeah. Now, Padme might not have synergy with Lord Vader. That's true. But well, this is Jedi Knight, not, uh, not that version of it. What is the final question? Final question. Just for fun, which are you most eager for? I know there are so Ooh. many more. Jedi Luke, Grievous so Rework, OG Falcon, or Lord Vader? Ooh, I got this one right. 
So did I. I picked uh, Lord Vader. Um, I picked Jedi Luke. Yeah. I mean, that's another good one, because throw an OP Jedi Luke onto an OP Revan team oh, and yes. watch what happens. Oh, that would be so much fun. <laughs> All right, so how many points did you end up with? I wound up with 5,254. 5, I ended up with 7,392. Yep. That one, I knew that one was not going to yeah, be pretty Yeah, it did not go well, did it? That's okay, though. I am okay with the way it went out. Look, looking back at last week, congrats to Firus, number one, Izzy, number two, and Shamud, Shamud, number nice. three. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, we've Fair. had people killing us lately. Oh, yeah. We terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. I was absolutely terrible in that. Hard one. to disagree. My alt didn't even get one right. Jeez, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> but, but my alt has never gotten no, one right. So that's there's understandable. that. All right. <laughs> that is pretty much the end of this episode of the Shadow Horror Podcast. Thank you for hanging out, and thank you for bringing with us in this incredibly long episode if you're still listening we really appreciate it thank you for checking <laughs> it out and make sure you come back next week where we give stuff away and answer more questions and talk about god only knows what anything else <laughs> i didn't hear the only knows what part and i heard talk about god and i'm like i don't think that that's nice. the pod this is the podcast yeah. for that no this is this <laughs> is not the religious podcast that's um I, I do that on Sunday morning. Where do you see the Shadowed Order podcast going? Not that's, there. That's true. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will be back next week with one, episode 122. Hopefully, maybe we'll see. There's a road no, ahead post, crossed. but uh, I'm not going to hold no my breath. We'll find All out. Right. So, from us to you, thanks for hanging out and listening. If you were in the live chat, thanks for hanging out in the live chat. Everything. Really love this community, and we will catch you guys later. later.